saver for everyone. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like something that everybody had a great time watching, enjoying, discussing, and waiting for the next episode. Uh-huh. In a way so that I don't think has happened for a very long time. So basically, we started COVID with The Lion King and we end with WandaVision? Yes. Is that right? <laughs> from Wanda, from Lion King to WandaVision. Is that right? It's not called Lion King, right? No, Tiger King. Oh. It's called Tiger King. That's that crazy show. Not everybody liked that. Nobody liked it. Oh. It was all awful. That's what we all liked about it. Is we liked, we're like, okay, well, at least we're not that bad. Well, I didn't watch it because I didn't like any oh, of it so that weird. I saw. Uh, the but WandaVision. WandaVision is like, is, I think it's a cultural phenomenon. And I think the reason that it's a cultural phenomenon is because they were willing to take chances. Yeah. Something weird. Spend some money to bring in something that intrigued people. Right. And it wasn't just a cut and paste, hey, here's another superhero show for you guys to just shut up and eat. You know what I mean? I had no idea we were watching a superhero show for like six episodes in. Like legitimately, you're like, how do you know these characters? I'm like, that's Wanda <laughs> and Vision. <laughs> and you've seen multiple movies with them in it. I had no idea. I know. So much fun. Oh, it's glorious. So uh, just... By way of warning, we probably will get into lots of spoilers here. So if you haven't all watched of all of WandaVision, I would stop here and then uh, finish that up. Right. Because what are you waiting for? It's so good. It, everything's out now. So if you need to binge watch it, you can binge watch all the way through. Yeah, we've we've re-binged the entire yeah. eight episodes, it's, right? I think it's nine. nine Is that episodes? right? Mm-hmm. I don't even remember now. You can get through it in a Saturday afternoon. It's And it's totally worth it. Mm-hmm. Because it's so weird. Because if you go back to like our first podcast about this, we've talked about it when it started. And literally we said, what? What is going on? Why? Why this? Who is this? You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. And it's 100% what they were going for. Yeah. And it worked out marvelously so well for them. good. Uh, I, like I said, I think the entire world was watching WandaVision because... Everybody was talking about it. There wasn't a person that wasn't talking about WandaVision hmm. because it. Um, I didn't personally watch Game of Thrones, but I feel like this the discourse about WandaVision was with the same intensity as Game of Thrones. Oh, yeah? Because there were people that had read the comics that were seeing things that they recognized. There were people who hadn't read a single comic who were enjoying it and making their own theories. And then, you know, all the information about the MCU in general 
yeah kind of dictated some of the things that we knew and didn't know and so i feel like there was just like a cultural upheaval of discussion about what this is and what it could be yeah yeah definitely so um the thing that was interesting about it is that it was filmed in front of a live studio audience the first two episodes i think were how crazy is this i love this did you notice that they was done that way i mean you could hear laughter but i don't it would have been really nice if they would have said filmed in front of a live studio audience at the beginning so you knew that yeah uh but uh they have released a making of wandavision which is super fun to watch yeah but what i love about this is not only were they filming in front of a live studio audience but the while the cast is obviously in costume, the whole audience was also in period costume. Oh, right. Which I was like, that's the coolest thing ever. They had like the wooden chairs that would have been there when they were filming I Love Lucy. That's incredible. I'm like, wait, a, like How something da- that we never would even see otherwise. Totally dapper days. Totally a dapper <laughs> days for WandaVision. And I would much rather dress in period piece and go sit in an air-conditioned audience area rather than a Disney park all day long. That's true. Right? You're going to sweat through your bow tie for sure i sure have (laughs) not my first time folks uh so there were a lot of really interesting uh theories floating around for instance when uh quicksilver showed up right we had evan peters as quicksilver instead of our regular mcu and you lost your mind well i didn't lose my mind but i was like what it was a pretty big reaction what Mm -hmm. (laughs) because he's from the X-Men movies, which of course Disney now owns. Right. Uh, So everybody was thinking, oh my gosh, are they going to cross the MCU and the X-Men universe and Uh, do something crazy here? It turns out that not so much, but it was still a really fun wink and the nod to the, to the rest of the fans who were like freaking out for solid weeks. We didn't see her say that she recast Pedro at that moment. Did we? Uh, not when he first. Oh, maybe it was when he first showed up that we they went back to Cat Dennings, who was like, "She recast Pietro." <laughs> That's right. Uh, I think what was really fun about this whole thing is that they could pretty much just set it up like a thirty-minute sitcom mm-hmm. that a lot of us grew up with, and we all understood the language right away. They didn't have to explain to us what the punchline setup, punchline thing was, or the physical comedy. We all just kind of knew what they were doing. Yeah. And because we've all ingested so much TV in our lives, they had a language that they could produce this in, and everyone just accepted it. Because we're like, of course, we know what you're doing. Do you think the whole concept started by watching an episode of like uh, Bewitched and they're like, wait a minute, you know what would be funny is if the Scarlet Witch was actually the one in this and then you're like, wait a minute. Do you think that was the the beginning of the idea? I hope so. Because I literally have to give super props to whoever pitched this Mm -hmm. and then super props to whoever greenlit this. Because this is the kind of stuff that I want all the time. Yep. This is the risk that I want to see them take because it totally pays off. Yeah. And they were a little safe because they knew the MCU has a lot of ravenous fans who will just consume whatever MCU stuff is put out. Right. But this was so weird that it it was a risk and I appreciate the risk that they took. Yeah. Because it made a huge difference. 
And I really love that they do release it over a longer period of time, like the old sitcoms were, especially with this one, because there was a decade between each of the episodes, basically, that was changing all of the time. And so if it would have been back to back, it wouldn't have been nearly as cool as making us wait a week for it. Right. But I'm okay with that. Like, I'm okay that you can't watch it all on a weekend anymore. Well, and I am on board with that because I am an accidental binger. That's like, yeah. I'll start watching something and I'll be like, oh, I've got to watch the next one. Oh, I've got to watch the next one. And okay, then help before yourself. you know it, you've watched the whole thing in like a weekend and you're like, okay, well, I guess I'm done now. I didn't even see you the weekend that start, uh, Stranger Things came out. Yeah. I just sat up and watched Stranger mm-hmm. Things for two mm-hmm. days and then, I was, then you're like, what happened? I'm like, I don't know. I thought we were fighting. Yeah, we were in a fight. <laughs> uh, no. And this is the, also the problem with shows like this, though, is that when you consume them too quickly, there is no time to think about ingest or really look at details and wonder what might happen next. Yeah. Whereas this one gave you nothing but time and the internet lost their mind coming up with theories and guesses and pointing out Easter eggs and questioning this and that, you know, that's a really good point. It was fun to watch all of the, um, all of these in-depth videos each week that fans were putting out between each episode. That was super fun. Especially since you and I aren't necessarily uh, comic book people. I enjoy superheroes, but I've never actually read any of the comics or anything. Right. And so for people to be like, no, this is a really fun reference to this character. Or this character said this because of this thing that happened in the comics is like, oh, that's fun. I, I like seeing other levels that they're putting in here for the super fans. Yeah. That the the average viewer probably wouldn't get. Right. But yeah, there was a whole thing about their costumes and, and whatnot on the Halloween episode where mm. they plays complete homage back to the comic books. Yeah. And I did not know that that was exactly right. You just thought they were dressing up weird for that episode. Oh, you could tell that they were like on brand, but I didn't know that they were like so specifically on brand, you oh, know, okay. like because Vision had the yellow diamond on his chest. Yeah. So I just assumed it was because of the uh, stone in his head earlier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it was, but it was so much more than that. <laughs> did not know. And the yellow uh, basketball shorts, totally. Oh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. No, I I totally loved the the throwbacks to that and the the very knowing wink to camera that they were doing with things like that. But what's also really fun about this is the tone shifts very rapidly in WandaVision. Yeah. Uh, sometimes it's a shift between what's happening in Wanda's world versus what's happening outside of the hex where people right. are trying to figure out what's going on in there. Oh, it was fun. And then sometimes there's a major tonal shift inside the hex where something glitches and yeah. Wanda goes, oh no, we're not doing that and Ooh. changes everything again. Yeah. You know? And that's what I think is really fun is that you can be sitting there enjoying basically a sitcom and then all of a sudden a, a man in a bee suit climbs out of the sewer. Right. And you're like, wait, what, what is this? And then Wanda literally just says no. And then it skips back to before he showed up there and he's just not there. Yeah. And you're like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and the tonal shift, the music shifts. I, I love it. Beautiful. I thought it was super fun. Super fun. And obviously when he swallows the gum and becomes drunk, like 
You did love that one. I can't stop watching that episode. <laughs> it's too funny for me. Everything His vision about doesn't it. eat, so he doesn't need gum or yeah. food or water. You know, so I did say somebody. I did tell somebody tried to offer me food at work recently. You know, and I said, "Oh no, I don't eat." <laughs> and they were like, uh, and they didn't find it funny. And I was walking by, so I didn't get a really like, you know, you didn't obvious, get to explain. And obviously, I mean, come on. I mean, anyway, <laughs> so. Just saying. Thanks, Vision, right. for making people think I have a problem. Right. Uh, so as the as the years progress, we watch basically Wanda's mental state deteriorate, uh, and we don't really know who's who's the villain. If Wanda's the villain, if the the people outside are the villain, you have no idea who's causing problems. Basically, right. Uh, and you know you watch Wanda just break down and things start malfunctioning around her. And very near the end, we finally start getting answers, which I greatly appreciated. Um, The episode where the real villain, well, one of the real villains was revealed. Right. I feel like gave the whole show a little bit more of a structure like up to this point, you'd been kind of seeing just the veneer as to what was going on. Mm-hmm. And rarely you would have like a peek behind the curtain. And then when this villain presents themselves, you're just so like, we don't get to spoil it. Oh my God. Oh, uh, we have to. Agatha is the best part of the show. It was Agatha <laughs> all along, which everyone's been singing for ever since it was on. Totally true. Um, I love Agatha. She's, She's a villain that I don't think we've seen in the MCU yet, where she's a powerful woman who knows exactly what she's doing. Yeah. And then super funny. She's also funny and her her entrance, like her little song, is the best way I've ever seen them introduce a villain in the MCU right, ever. Right. Yeah, and we totally bought it because Vision touched her head, and so we thought that she was under the spell the whole time, and then she was faking it. She was such a faker. Oh. And she killed Sparky, too. <laughs> um, I do hope that we get to see more of that throughout the rest of the MCU. More Sparky? Uh, no. Oh. <laughs> no. More Agatha? Oh, yeah. Right? I mean, you know, full spoilers, Wanda left her in that town with her mind fully controlled. So, so yeah. for all we know, you know, if if Wanda ever gets knocked out or, you know, heaven forbid, killed in some way, Agatha's going to be released again. We, you know, she breaks out. She's got to do something. Yeah, she's, she's pretty too good. Good for her. That little because that actress we've seen her in like some of the other stuff too, right? Like we she's just, mostly mm-hmm. a comedic actress. Like yeah. we've seen her in like Bad Moms and things like that. Uh, and she's great in those, but this is the first time that I've watched her and I was like, oh, she's fun. She's yeah. fun to watch and she's making an interesting character. And in the making of things, she was having such a good time finally getting to talk about Agatha to people. Uh, she's like, I haven't been able to tell anybody and now I get to say that I'm <laughs> Agatha. You know, super excited for her. Totally true. Um, but we also have to talk about uh, Photon. Uh, I think the first female black superhero that oh, they've had in the MCU. Oh, she's so good too. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think she's the first one. We've had like people from uh, 
Black Panther and things, but yeah. they weren't like the main yeah. super hero. So oh, I think she's, she's incredible. the main one. I was a little disappointed that they didn't give her more to do at the end. I know it's not really her show, uh, but really all she did was get shot a couple times and I wanted there to be more for her. Because don't we think that she's going to make it back to the MCU now, too? Because they're relaunching a lot of the MCU after yeah, this. Yeah, I think that she will uh, crop back up again. She has to. If we get anything, that's what we want. Right. And I, I'm i all for uh, Monica Rambo, I believe her name is, or Photon, to, to show up. Uh, I think she would be a good help for Wanda, since Wanda basically gave her her powers from walking through the hex so many times. Yeah. Uh, love her, uh, her kids. Um, yeah, I the wish two I twins. Knew what their real, their superhero were names were. I know one of them is called Wiccan. Okay, but I don't know what the fast kid is called. But it's Tommy and Billy, her kids. Um, and in the post credit scene, we see her basically kind of searching for them and possibly finding them. Ah, uh, yeah. Which is exciting. Because we know that they have to come back. Because yeah. they're in the comic books and different things, too. Yeah. And I I think every mother knows that if you have kids and for whatever reason they're taken away, if you have the power to get them back, you're going to get them back. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's probably Wanda's main focus right now. Yeah. You know. Um, also, a thing that I think uh, would have been nice is if Vision would have, I don't know, warned Wanda that there's an albino version of him flying around the world that she's probably going to run into again. Yeah. Like, he just left. And it could have been very easy for Vision to say, by the way, right? <laughs> there's a perfect clone of me that I put all my memories into flying around the world. You might want to check in with him at some point. Because <laughs> you know it's going to be shocking for her when he shows up again. She'll be like, what? Oh, for sure. Yeah, very, very true. And you were saying that originally they had planned this to be released. And then the following day was going to be like the new launch of the MCU or something. Right? I don't know about the following day, but very soon after this, uh, the doctor, the new Doctor Strange film, uh, Multiverse of Madness, is supposed to link into this. I see. Um, is what the general consensus is, which would make sense. Um, Wanda and Agatha Harkness both deal a lot with magic and uh, manipulation of yeah. things, uh, very much like Doctor Strange does. So uh, it makes sense for these two uh, stories to intersect at some point. In fact, a lot of people were thinking that Doctor Strange was probably going to show up in WandaVision at some point um, or have a very overt reference at some point, but we'd never really got that Uh, in WandaVision. Yeah, because we're now thinking this is done with now too, right? It says like series premiere. Yeah, as far as as we know, I think this is the end of WandaVision. It was interesting because when they were doing all the press for it and stuff, people kept calling it the season finale. And then, but when when it aired, they said it was the series finale. And so, you know. I mean, to be fair, I think this story that they were doing in WandaVision is over. Okay. Like, she's released the town she's no longer there she has quote unquote, dealt with her trauma a little bit and she's fully accepted her her position as the scarlet witch uh-huh. which by the way 
coolest thing ever when she's flying around up there with Agatha and Agatha thinks she's winning. Yeah. And then she goes full Scarlet Witch. Uh, yeah. Super cool. You were incredibly excited about that. I was. And remind me because she was standing in the foundation of the house and that's kind of like how the whole thing started with her, yeah. right? Yeah. Because they were planning on building a house there. Yeah. I think the idea she got uh, papers from basically from Vision, I believe, with the deed to that plot. Okay. That said, that had a little heart in it that said to grow old in. Oh. So she went there. It's very up. It is very up. Uh, she went there and basically I think she just mentally broke. Yeah. And then created everything that we saw over the season. So. Sure. I don't like the idea of growing old in one house. That sounds awful. Uh, but good for I mean, her. If it's a nice house, why not? Oh, that's true. Yeah, it's true. It's you true. Know, That's the part I'm missing. <laughs> I, hate to say, I hate moving. So I would love the idea of a house that I'm like, yep, this is where I am. This is where I'm staying. Interesting. Okay. Then you, then you can do weird things to it and it doesn't matter. Like if you, if you want to, uh, I don't know, build a weird tree house in the middle of your living room, you can because you're yeah. not selling the house. So here's a tree house. Very true. Just you, saying. You could do that. Wanda tried. Yes. Uh, but... If you haven't watched WandaVision, I don't know why you just listened to this whole thing. We spoiled everything. But if you have watched it, go back and watch it again because it's super fun. And we're super excited to see uh, what else Disney Plus is coming out with. They do have uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, a new series starting soon. So hopefully it will be just as fun to watch as WandaVision. But we'll see. Yeah. Uh, But it's like I always say... It was Agatha all along. Follow my perfectly sculpted two-fingered point to the exit. If you enjoyed today's podcast, rate, review us on your favorite podcast app. And if you didn't, help us do better by buying a patch at DisneyPatch.com. Always be proud of what makes you unique. And we'll see you next time on the Obscure Disney Podcast.